a Radio 191 FM podcast. So right now I am joined by Kirsten Koch, the Sociology Master's student here at Otago University. Uh, Morena to you. Morena, Jamie. How are we today? Very well, thank you. Marvellous. Thanks for coming in. Right, you're doing your master's um, studies um, is on clothing upcycling. Can you tell us exactly what that is? Right, well, clothing upcycling is... um, The term upcycling is a relatively new term kind of used in interior decoration and in fashion. Mm -hmm. And it talks about not just the recycling of materials, but the upcycling, the um, looking at these discarded and undervalued items of clothing that are going into our landfill and actually saying look these are marvellous and um, they've got all this potential to become something even better than they are originally Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yes so it kind of challenges the whole mass production of um, fashion that's only got a very short shelf life yes yes well it's interesting I was talking to someone uh, just last week about you know, because I, 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 I was talking about Jay Hutchinson's work he did. Yes, I know Jay. He was yeah. at art school with me. Yeah, yeah. Well, he did that um, the, the sweet shop. Sweet shop. Yeah. And we were, and, you know, and he was talking about how you know um, a five dollar t shirt you might just wear it once and out it goes, you know. But it's that cheap because it's been mass produced by, you know, people in in, um, in oh, terrible conditions. Yeah. Uh, and and that, that's what clothing's like. And you don't kind of you know you don't really think about that very often when you're purchasing things. Um, but textiles is the third largest polluting product in the world isn't it? Yes well there's I mean there's debate about how polluting it is but the thing is is that we don't actually collect statistics on the level of methanes and gases coming up from our landfill and we mm. know that that's our landfill is a major contributor to um, to emissions so yeah. it is serious. Yeah it is very very serious and, and you know I think a lot of people throw out clothing because you know it may have gone out of style or may yeah. you know um, you know not all the time it's because it's got wear and tear no and I know my partner keeps trying to get me to throw out my clothes that they <laughs> wear and tear but I like them they feel yeah, comfortable yeah. they're great um, but the thing doesn't is, like your style uh, <laughs> no, probably not but styles come and go and then they come back again just keep it in your cupboard for 20 years and then in 20 years time you'll be able to wear it again because it will be right at the forefront of fashion Yep. Well, I've still got clothes that I've had for 20 years that I just wear every year, yeah. like my Nom D things, for example, uh, things I've made myself, I hold on to them, things yeah. my mother's made for me, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's what I kind of like. It's not just the economic things of, you know, thinking of designers as these, um, you know, that well, New Zealand's got amazing designers, and it's very hard for them to make money out of, you know, what is a small market, but... Yeah. In terms of the whole global industry, the ethics of it, um, in terms of how we're treating workers, mm-hmm. uh, like you said, the invisibility of actually knowing what's happening and how your yeah. things are being made yeah, and right. the conditions, and then the environmental thing. And actually the whole creative thing of the potential clothes have for us to express a whole range of other things that maybe it's a li- clothing's a bit conformist, yeah. I'd argue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of room for people to express themselves in there this is. kind of rich language of clothing. Mm, that's right, that's right. I mean, it's it's art, it's an art. Yeah. Well, yeah, isn't it clothing? Um, so, what exactly are you looking at with your research? Okay. Well, for my research, I'm kind of questioning how uh, a group of people who upcycle clothing, a group of textile practitioners, artists, designers how they are incorporating upcycling within their practice, mm-hmm. how they're kind of constructing their practice, um, the words they're using for what they make, and um, how it kind of questions um, fashion, where they sit against the fashion industry. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, quite a few of um, those that are really pushing upcycling and behind it um, don't have a very positive view of the industry as a whole, right? No, they want faster movements. Yeah. It's like it's all very well having the theory and the theory of slow fashion and the environment and everything's coming in. But actually the need for change is much faster. It needs more, much more radical. And it needs to involve everybody, not just the fashion market, people who buy fashion now and top designers. It needs actually everybody to feel like they own, mm. they own fashion. Yeah. They have a right to kind of be fashionable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and be seen as, um, yeah. Well, I mean, we live in this world at the moment where, you know, uh, we're seeing the polluting of our oceans, we're um, seeing, um, you know, the, the fear of rising sea levels, bigger storms and all that kind of stuff. So we think about, you know, little, we, we kind of think about what we can do on a local level with terms of recycling and, and that kind of stuff, but we don't look at our clothes as well. But this is, you're saying that, that we should be looking at what we're wearing as well when we want to battle climate change, essentially, aren't you? Yep. Yeah, well I think too, uh, postmodern kind of identities are very mixed. We've got kind of a whole breakdown or and an importance of gender, of ethnicity, religion, uh, sexual orientation, all these things kind of come into people's identities. Mm-hmm. So in a way upcycling really suits that because you've got these bits and pieces and you're kind of collaging. Yeah. It's like a bricolage um, and it can be really rich and multi-layered mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what you can express in your clothing and I mean fashion does that to a certain extent you've got amazing diversity within designers and you can see the influence that's always borrowed from other cultures yes but indeed. i think it can be a bit exploitative of the actual people themselves of people at a general level like any industry and i kind of like the whole actually we can do things for ourselves mm-hmm. it increases it increases resilience and um creativity is something that people should have might and might really make their lives richer and they might not even know it, that they're creative and then kind of get into this and discover something new that they're amazing at. Yeah. Um, so you've got a seminar on the 28th of April? Uh, the 24th of April. 24th, sorry. It. Why yeah, did I write down it's, um, Oh, well, I could have written 28th as well. I think I did in one place, which was very confusing of me. Um, no, it's, it's Fashion Revolution Day, so fashion... Yeah. Yeah, and I think Jay would have talked about that movement. I know lots of the, his theories are kind of are basically the theories of the ethics, and they kind of encourage people to look at local, you know, celebrate local practitioners. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So that's um, yeah. I think uh, we had somebody on the show talking about that last year as well. Yep. Um So w- what's going to be happening at the seminar? Okay, at the seminar we've got seven speakers, and we're going to have our works for people to look at, and it's going to we're going to do a range of kind of interactive talks yep. and free food and drink, and it's at the Otago Pioneer Women's Hall, so people are more than welcome to come in just off the street. I want a really easy access. Yeah, fantastic. Yep. And um, for your studies and your master's studies, um, you're still looking for some participants within that as well? Yes, I am. I'm looking for participants to have interviews with. I think yeah. pretty much got the seminar lined up, but if anybody was very interested in doing that, they could also contact me. Okay, and how can people contact you? Um, they can contact me through my student email. Yeah. What is that? Uh, it is cocky. Great name, I know. <laughs> A-O-C-K-I-817 at student.otago.ac.nz. Yeah. Not very easy to remember. <laughs> 
but I'm put in the process of making posters this week about the seminar which will be going up around the place and um, they'll have contact numbers and I'm going to be setting up a page so yeah, yeah on Facebook as well yeah, yeah, yeah brilliant so um, keep an eye out for that they'll be popping up on your timeline hopefully yeah yeah brilliant um, and then the big event on the 24th um, well, thank you for coming in this morning Thank you very much, John. Oh, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure having you here. That was a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.